Today's episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based, results-driven skincare line. Go to oseamalibu.com slash athlete. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com slash athlete. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. Matt, it's great to be back with both you and Julia Julia Murray today. We got a good good trio here. Yes, looking forward to having Julia back on with us. We've only done one with us, right? With all three of us? Yeah. I think that's right, yeah. yeah. I don't know why it feels like we've done many of those, but I guess it, <laughs> it must have been a good, good one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That and the whole false start yesterday when we tried this recording, yeah, right. it didn't work. That's yeah. right. Technical well, issues. we've been hearing a lot of positive praise uh, come from the No Meat Athlete Radio listener world uh, for about Julia, so it's a... Uh, which is cool, which is good because we were a little nervous adding, you know, regular guests and that our regular culture, you know, co-hosts. Especially a female. And, uh, this has been a this has been a frat house for so long. <laughs> I, I was worried that people would get upset when we added a female voice. In. Get some female blood no. in here. <laughs> well, thanks for welcoming me. It's been lovely. Yeah. yeah it's been easy to share um, with you guys. So, so I was wondering, you know, the other day we. Uh, Matt, you shared um, some some statistics with us of what people have been up to in uh, during quarantine, <laughs> and they're not all that positive. <laughs> <laughs> lots no. of uh, lots of what drugs and porn and alcohol and uh, all kinds <laughs> of other stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had you and I had an episode pretty soon after this whole thing started, kind of saying like, yes, this is a terrible situation, but it's kind of an opportunity also to to you know do some things that are really important that we don't often make time for and maybe we can come out of this thing you know having really focused on our health and gotten despite maybe some some difficulty getting certain foods uh you know without all the distractions that come from normal life maybe we can actually you know make some make some positive gains for our health here well it turns out people are not doing that at all and (laughs) the very first stat that jumped out at me was uh actually the only one that they have like that there's really well, no, a few of them have specific figures with them. Um, but alcohol sales up 55% in the week ending March 21st, which I think that was the week, I think it was like Thursday the 12th, if, if Thursday was the 12th. Uh, that was the day that for me, everything went crazy. Like within three hours, it was like five different events that we were doing had gotten canceled. And it was like, oh my gosh, it was like this domino effect happening. Right. Um, so it was the next, I guess the full week after that uh, is the one that ended in the 21st. So that week... People bought 55% more alcohol than they had before, which is a ton. I mean, that's, that that's a fun. tremendous amount. That's crazy. Yeah. Liquor stores uh, are loving it. <laughs> oh, yeah, really, I guess. Yeah, recession-proof, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, that service. probably means, I don't know if people who already drink were just drinking what they usually do plus a half, or if like all people who don't drink were suddenly saying, well, time to time to, <laughs> time to boost it up. <laughs> you know, I... I I do have some friends who say that they're like drinking way earlier now in the day, yeah. you know, yeah. because they're not used to working from home and like two thirty right. rolls around and they just ended a four hour Zoom call and they're like, well, might as well crack open a rosé, you know. <laughs> we're definitely drinking more frequently, like like almost every night we're having a glass or two of wine and mm-hmm. we had really kind of slowed that down this year. Uh, but I don't know. It just it feels like it's like Julia said a long time ago. It feels like it's a big snowstorm that mm-hmm. we're kind of just all stuck in. So. Yeah, you know, live it up while we're while we're while we're here. 
Yeah, I wonder but, how long that'll last. Like, I wonder how long, I first of all, this will last. And if it's a couple of, I don't know, if it's a year, then are people going to keep keep doing this? Or is it going to kind of get into right. different routines? <laughs> right. Still and feels so, like right. staycation, you know? That's the feeling still. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it still feels like that. It is wearing off, though, I will say that. Like, I've started to be like, okay, like, we're kind of back in normal life. It gets life. old after a bit. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're just, yeah. we're not, not back in normal life, but like, we're, it is now, we're doing, we're, we're doing normal. life again. And mm-hmm. It's got to. We're doing life. Yeah. <laughs> but so spirits up seventy five percent, wine sixty six percent, and beer up forty two percent. So beer kind of dragged it down. I would have thought. I'm just surprised that spirits are like the thing that people turn to. Uh, I don't know why. I just. I mean, for us, we just have more wine, maybe more beer, but I wouldn't do more spirits unless it was like you're drinking to get drunk. Maybe people are doing that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depends what Zoom call you're on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're making cocktails at home instead of buying going to the to the bar right yeah yeah i guess Saving i just, money. we just i've never made cocktails at home i feel like that's like a party thing that, that wouldn't be something i would just do on like a day-to-day thing but i'm sure everybody's doing yeah <laughs> so I, I will say that for myself um the first couple weeks of this my eating habits were like just really not good i yeah i think it was partly <laughs> because we went to the grocery store and stocked up on all this like processed stuff you know all these like fake meats or or plant meats and um you know just a bunch of snacks and a bunch of things that we wouldn't normally buy nearly as much of but you know thinking that we had to freeze everything or just put it in the in the pantry um we just stocked up on all the stuff and so then we our house is full of all this stuff and i couldn't help but eat it because i don't have any self-control when it comes to that kind of thing and um, <laughs> when it's in the house so for the yeah for the first few weeks it was just eating you know, junk food basically all the time. And we were also super stressed out and didn't have enough, didn't have very much time to mm-hmm. cook and stuff like that. So, uh, I don't, you know, thankfully I'm coming out of that for sure. We're eating much healthier now. We're kind of getting into a rhythm of, of good, healthy home cooked dinners, um, that, you know, are from fresh and whole food ingredients, but it was, it was kind of, uh, I don't know. <laughs> there were a couple of weeks there. Where I was like, if, if this lasts much longer, I'm going to come out of this 15 pounds heavier for sure. <laughs> The quarantine fifteen. Yeah, the quarantine fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I've right. done the same as before. Where we're just we're cooking so much more and interesting experiments and all this stuff. So I am actually eating much less healthy, but it's sort of not being lazy and doing it. It's just that we're just cooking a lot of different food. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Weed sales are up uh, in places across the country where that can be tracked. Uh, so there's <laughs> that. Porn consumption up, according to the website Pornhub, uh, who I guess would know. <laughs> Uh, and so, said someone on our I'm not streaming in general. Somebody on our on our team Slack channel on work said uh, said that it was all like free now, right? Is that I don't is that oh, indefinitely wow. free or just or just for? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. So like that, that could, couldn't that? I mean, if it's only according to one source, then couldn't that alone explain that why it's up that they made it all free? Oh, mm. <laughs> <Right>. oh, I <laughs> do remember. I do remember that because uh, we were talking about. All the companies that are giving, giving away like stuff. their yeah, premium. Someone brought that one up. Yeah. yeah. All so it just it. it's six point four percent up. I mean, it seems like that could be caused by their by their promotion rather than right. uh, rather right. than the quarantine. So, so maybe we should throw that one out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people eating more, as we talked about, a lot of non perishable stuff like pasta and canned foods. I'm definitely eating my share of pasta, of although we're making a good bit of it. Uh, the quarantine fifteen, of course, uh, and exercising less. And that one's from sixty eight thousand fitness tractors. Hmm. Fitness tractors. 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 Some people are, are uh, doing less. I guess that, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, gonna, 
Yeah, I've talked to some friends of mine that never exercise, and they're like, oh, I've been working out every day, home workouts. Like, wow, right, I'm right. impressed. So maybe people who yeah. don't have fitness trackers are, are making up for that's uh, yeah less right. working out from those who do. Well, mm-hmm. and, and like, like I know for myself, I, you know, I don't fitness track my like trainer rides, so my bike trainer at the house. Right. You know, but I'm still I'm still doing a lot of that, or you know, I'm doing other types of exercise than, than like long run. So my weekly mileage has gone way down. And also, for some reason, I'm not pu- I'm not actually uploading any of my data. I don't know why, but it didn't just doesn't right. feel <laughs> just doesn't feel right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because there's not yeah. a race coming up that that you're planning. Yeah, for I guess so. I, I don't know. Ready. It's funny. I, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, you just running. I, I, I'm not sure if I believe that one. <laughs> all right. And anyway, uh, let's. What else? We got streaming more TV. That is not a surprise at all. I think Netflix must be enjoying this for sure. Uh, okay. Gaming up. Although I have gaming household, our gaming is not up. I don't think. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it. This is from Axios.com, a uh, bunch of different studies that just show that kind of I don't know we're we're just sort of slide. I don't know if I don't know if it's a backslide where everyone kind of started off good and then we've fallen back into these routines, or uh, <laughs> if this is just like what's been going on since the very beginning. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're still trying to keep it keep it positive, make changes, uh, hopefully make great use of the time to do some really interesting things. That's that's what we've done quite a bit of in my house and i'm happy with that um and we're gonna talk a little bit about that today right about about if if one were so inclined to go vegan or eat better i mean i guess the question is would this be a reasonable time to consider going vegan or going more vegan uh or going plant-based if you want to call it that Mm -hmm. uh seems at first like it wouldn't because it seems like you can't get all those same foods that we're used to always getting and or that you imagine a plant-based person eats all this fresh produce and that's kind of all they eat um, so it might seem like not a great time, but on the other hand, when all the other routines that, you know, we're so used to doing when those are out the window, again, speaking from the perspective of someone who, who's not yet plant-based or doesn't need that healthily, if all the normal things, all the old triggers, maybe the being out, getting fast food, going out to dinners, well, you know, events with friends, if all that stuff is different and all our routines are different, maybe now is a really good time to make some kind of drastic change to your diet. Plus, you're, yeah. you're in control of everything. I mean, you're, yes, some of the food choices are limited, but one of the harder parts of, of going vegan would be dealing with, you know, going to friends' parties, going to happy hours, going to restaurants. You've got to deal with how to manage all those situations. Whereas now, you know, you can, you're basically, it's like going vegan at home, except you're always at home. So mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of, uh, could be a good situation for doing. Yeah, I, I almost think that right now is like the perfect time. Mm-hmm. I think so too. It's something something that you can try and you can finally have time to look into why you want to do it. And, uh, you know, that's, I think that we're, we're going to go through a few steps to going vegan as a beginner. And that's, that's one of the first steps is to figure out your personal why. And, you know, that sometimes takes a little bit of time. It takes a bit of digging. It takes a bit of, you know, watching Netflix. There's tons of amazing documentaries on there that you can watch, like Cowspiracy, Forks Over Knives, Earthlings, and, um, you know, follow new accounts and listen to new podcasts and really, you know, dig into something that you've kind of been interested in maybe before, but just never felt like you had the time to actually understand the reason why and really like pull yourself into it with education. Yeah, that's super important. Um, A lot of times when people talk about going vegan, I would say like, I used to want to give more advice about this stuff. And I would say, get clear on that why. Like, figure that out. Uh, that really is going to help you and really be important. But I think I started to kind of 
rethink that and say like maybe maybe if someone is already thinking about being vegan and telling them to get clear on their why and go deliberately watch documentaries maybe that's beside the point they should instead just focus on getting their food dialed in mm-hmm. what's interesting about this period is that like there might be a lot of more people discovering that why and 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 then saying hey i actually do want to try to make this change like this is a, a good opportunity to to find your personal lots of personal whys like you said lots of watching tv lots of time to sit there reflect think you know not be distracted by quite so many things um so perhaps a lot of people are, are finding that why and then and then coming and saying well now now i'm ready to do this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right what else so should we would say that's uh should we get into it are you saying these are steps that you have or is it just sort of general i mean does one follow the other or are you thinking just sort of tips? yeah yeah i okay. mean i think the step number one was figure out your why because that's okay that's the strongest reason like if you find a personal reason for this then you're going to be pulled so much more into it if you don't really have a reason to do it then why you know why even bother spending extra time figuring out new meals and all that so um you know for me when i went plant-based it was all about like anti-inflammation for my for my knee because i that you know knee surgeries the last couple of years and then i realized that i can eat more (laughs) so that that pulled me in even more because of caloric density versus nutrient density you know plants are super high nutrient and low calorie so i can have more volume of food which is awesome to me um and then uh you know, I watched all those documentaries and the last one I watched was Earthlings. And that's mm. that's when I really, really got pulled into the main reason of why I will be vegan for life is because of the animals. So, you know, it's a it's a journey and it was very zigzaggy for me. It took me about a year to actually be fully vegan. And you never really have to put a label on it either. You know, you, if you just take take steps towards that, then that's uh, that's great. And there's no judgment there. Definitely, um, yeah. And I think Earthlings is a is the last one a lot of people watch before they say, yeah. "That's it, I'm I'm in now." That was was that your um, yeah definitely yeah. I mean, I definitely watched more after that, but that was when I after that I said, "I'm being vegan," you know, starting a week from now or tomorrow, whatever. I whatever. Yeah, I yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah. I resisted watching that movie for a very very long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's hard to watch. Yeah. It's not, not an enjoyable evening. It's not a happy movie, but it's, <laughs> not uh, a movie. it's an important not a, one. Yeah, not a, not a good, like, it's definitely important to see where, yeah. where it all comes from. Get some popcorn, <laughs> yeah. on the couch, yeah. watch Little Earthlings. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, once you get that why in your system, um, number two, I would say, is find find a community. So whether that's mm. online um, which is what it was for me because, you know, I was the only one going vegan and my friend group and my family and everything. I didn't know any vegan in real life. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is why I started Hooked on Plants and just kind of shared shared on my website why I was going vegan because I wasn't, I didn't know how to talk about it yet. <laughs> and it was like, okay, just go check out my website. I don't, I don't know how to answer your question. Um, so yeah, finding a community online is so important and like listening to you guys and realizing that there's other people doing this um, for me was a big part too, five years ago or whatever. Um, yeah. How about yeah. you guys? That's super important. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's very, very easy to feel like you're the only one doing this. Uh, just, I mean, just because that's how, that's what most people do, right? Most, most people don't eat this way. So mm-hmm. when, when you go out on a limb and make the decision that you're going to become vegan, it, it kind of just means, I mean, it doesn't have to, but it, but it seems like it means isolating yourself and like, you're going to be the one now who is, who is the problem when you go out to eat or the one who's difficult when you're going to someone's house. So I think, I think knowing that other people are doing it is a, is a huge, huge help. Um, mm-hmm. 
It just, I mean, maybe not so much in getting, maybe, maybe in getting started, but I think in the not quitting, the, yeah. the knowing that there are other people who are doing this and you can, you know, not just, I guess in a time like this, it really is just be online and get advice from them. But like when it's normal times, you know, you can actually hang out with them and mm-hmm. meet with them and go out to dinner with them. And then it's, then you're not the weird one and, and you're just one of them. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, there are a ton of, I mean, there are a ton of like vegan meetups and cities and running groups and, and things like that. And then of course, online you know, like for me, yeah, online versions of that, you know, um, I mean, Nomad, Nomad Athlete was a huge part of me like going vegetarian and feeling confident and kind of connected with a group of people and I didn't know that many vegetarians. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, I agree that community is just, it's really, it's really, uh, you know, I would say it's important for both the keeping, help, helping you get started, but also just so you can have somebody to like bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Uh, but also of course, sticking with it because you don't feel so alone and isolated. Yeah. Cause so I think more often than, than not people watch a documentary, like for example, a lot of people in Whistler watch game changers. Everyone's athletic here. And it's like, Oh my God, I'm going vegan. But then, you know, check up on them a month later. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's not normal in, in this area yet. So it's, it's uh yeah, they just slide off a little bit. So find that community and, and get rooted into it. Um, and then number three is to take your sweet time. I think you can either be, you know, an extremist and go overnight. And I envy those people. I was not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but to go overnight, I don't really recommend anyways, because it takes your microbiome about four weeks to evolve and build up a diverse mix of new bacteria to break down those plant fibers. And so, that is just one reason. It does take your taste buds a couple of weeks. So if you're used to like a animal heavy diet um, and you're moving away from that high fat, high salt palate, then you're going to, you know, bite into a cucumber and not like it at all. <laughs> and so to just kind of give your body that a little bit of time to transition is, I think, really important. And then also just, um, you know, ease into it. It's it's not a fad diet. It's for the long term and you don't have to put a label on it. But I just don't think overnight is the right way to go. Yes, I'm glad to hear that. And not that coincidental. That's probably why you are a part of our team for sharing that view with us that uh, that slow and steady is probably the better way to do it. Uh, not to say that you can't do it overnight. If you're that inspired, if that's what's just driving you, then nothing you shouldn't try it. But you should consider that there is a plan B if it doesn't work. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they try it it fails after a week or two weeks when they just can't do it anymore for whatever reason. And then they mm-hmm. say, well, that didn't work. Going vegan is too hard. Instead of saying, I didn't go about it the right way and I can try it a different way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we talk about that all the time. I would love actually to see data because there are plenty of people who make good arguments that that uh, you know if you go and do it all at once, massive changing, that that is the best way to change because then you get results faster and those results are what's going right. to keep you motivated. So like, there are a lot of people who argue for that side. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love if I mean, you would think that that this is not so new now that there's that there's not data on who has been successful in making the change last and who hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine we will see that sooner or later. But uh, for now, we just need to need to guess. And uh, for me, I, I just think it's so much. It, it, ironically, I mean, you think you want to just get there right away because you're so excited to do it. But to me, it is so much more likely to actually last. Like a year from now, you're so much more likely to actually be still doing it if you take your time getting there. Uh, mm-hmm. just lets you learn, uh, aside from all the actual physical things, which is really interesting that there are physical reasons to, to not go all at once. Um, you know, j- just the learning, learning to deal with situations, order from part of a restaurant menu instead of, instead of having no choices or one choice at it. Like if you have a little, you know, intermediate period where you can 
have a half the menu to order from instead of the whole thing. Uh, or when you go into a friend's place, you say, I don't eat these things, but I do still eat this. You know, it's a little bit easier than, than having to deal with those really awkward situations at first. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we go into the next one, I think we should pause for a quick second to thank our sponsors. Okay. Today's episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based results-driven skincare line. Osea puts your health and the health of our planet first with potent skin and body care solutions that are pure, safe, and effective. Osea stands for the elements of wellness, ocean, sun, earth, and atmosphere. Their entire line is built on these four pillars and pulls from botanical sources around the world to create products that are truly effective. Doug, I've been using uh, Osea's Advanced Protection Cream, which has some algae, seaweed-type things in it. I guess it's seaweed, not algae. Um, age-defying, though, Doug, which, is, which as, I, as I approach 40, is getting more and more <laughs> important for me. Is it the Atmosphere Protection Cream? Or is that a different one? Mine just says advanced protection cream. Okay, I have been I've been digging this atmosphere protection cream, which uh, I've been using. Uh, you know, in the evening, especially after like a long run or you know cold weather or a lot of sun or something like that. Just like I can just feel it. I can feel it making my skin healthier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and like Katie, Katie's been digging it too because I've never taken care of my skin at all, and so she's a. Uh, she says there's a difference. And my wife has been digging into it, not just digging it, but digging into it. And uh, as a result, my advanced protection cream has, has been used up much faster than I would have hoped. Yeah, that's good. That's funny. <laughs> Each product is infused with sustainably sourced organic Patagonian seaweed and active botanicals that create a nutrient and mineral, mineral-rich bioavailable base, which can help reveal and illuminate your natural radiance, whether you're looking for hydration, oil balancing, anti-aging, or blemish solutions. On top of that, every product is sustainably packaged, non-toxic, cruelty-free, and of course, vegan and made with love in California. Go to oseamalibu.com slash athlete. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com slash athlete for $10 off your first purchase of $50 or more. Free shipping for U.S. orders over $75 and free samples with every single order. All right, Julia, I guess we're on like maybe five or six. What step are we on? Do you know? Uh, I think number five. Okay, so number five, keep an open mind. So, you know, a lot of people, when they think vegan, they think maybe bland or expensive or too time consuming. And like when it comes to blandness, it's just wrong. (laughs) Like where do you think the flavor comes from when you're seasoning like meat and everything like that. It's it's plants, right? It's spices. So whatever you used to have a kid that feels nostalgic too, you can veganize it. And whatever celebration you're having with the family, like tradition, you can veganize that. And there's millions of vegan recipes online. You can just scroll through Pinterest and like for five seconds and you'll see. Um, it's far from boring. Uh, and then expensive, like... If you think about this, like what are the cheapest ingredients in the store? There's there's beans, rice, tofu, and produce. Produce, <laughs> and uh, and the most expensive ingredients are animal products. And you know, of course, there's like the vegan alternatives that are are definitely more expensive. But we don't want you to focus on that. We want to focus on whole plant foods, which are the cheapest ones in the store. Um, right? Am I right? Completely open. I mean, I think I think. Uh... I just I've I have almost forgotten about the bland thing. Like it just maybe my taste buds have changed, but mm-hmm. I don't I just don't think of the foods that we eat as like limited in that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
when I started, I was like anyone else. I just thought I was giving up all the rich and good foods. And like you definitely like you have to cook differently for sure. Like if you want to recreate without using vegan junk food ingredients, um, or I should say without using sort of processed like fake meat ingredients. Uh, if you want to recreate something that has the richness of a meat dish you should like, then like, yeah, you need to introduce some sort of maybe a saturated fat, like coconut oil or something. Like if you're trying to get that exact flavor, you need to be deliberate about, about putting that in. Um, but there's nothing that, there's just almost nothing that, that animal foods have that you can't get in some form or another in a plant food. So I just certainly mm-hmm. think about, uh, our food choices being bland and, uh, and all you need to do is go to Hardee's and get a, get a Beyond Burger and you will see <laughs> what I'm talking about. It tastes like, the, it tastes the same as a real burger. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially in 2020. But, it's easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, that's starting to go away. I mean, you know, although I think, uh, yeah, just when people, if people just think of it as rice, like white rice and plain beans, you know, and that that's what vegans eat then like yeah that might be a little bland (laughs) yes add some spices and salsa to that though and it's a party yeah (laughs) but what actually is interesting is what julia said earlier like that your taste buds start to change over time and then Mm -hmm. eventually those the plain beans and white rice like that actually sounds pretty good to me maybe needs to add some salt to it or something but Mm -hmm. uh and some hot sauce perhaps but Hmm. like i don't know i just think those foods taste pretty good and i would not have said that 10 years ago so i think i don't Mm -hmm. know I, i think it's a good thing that uh that you can you get to a point where those things taste just as good to you as richer foods used to taste to you. Yeah, your palate's yeah. not masked by by too much salt and too much fat, pretty much, right? Right. right. Um, and with too time consuming, too people always say that it's like too much chopping and just too time consuming. Um, but honestly, I don't know. Some of the meals that I make are just so fast and faster than when I was, you know, cooking meat for like hours in the stove, like a turkey takes four hours. And, you know, um, if you can use your uh, food processor, you can chop things up really quickly. And I I always just say, like, whenever you're chopping something, just chop the entire thing. If you're chopping a quarter of an onion for a recipe, for example, just chop the entire thing and keep it in the fridge for for use the next recipe that you need an onion. And it's just way easier that way. So there's there's definitely a few I got to stop there. So you say processor, but produce? Oh, no. (laughs) See, I, I told you I was confused about the produce produce word. <laughs> so I guess do Canadians say produce? You guys say produce? I say I say produce and processor. Oh, so you so we 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 do oh, the weird. opposite. So we're totally opposite. Sort of. A processor and produce. I don't know if we can be friends. I don't know either. <laughs> well, this I, is the end of it. Well, it's it's a fun ride, Julia. <laughs> yeah. And done. She says processor yeah. wrong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, that's but yes, tricky. being smart, obviously cooking. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna say cooking in bulk or prepping in bulk because I, I have people I think sort of pay lip service to that one, but don't actually do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gone through periods where I did the prepping on the weekend thing, and, and just it doesn't really ever last. Um, but yeah, you, as you get as you yeah. just as you start cooking your own food, and that's a big part of it. Is you start cooking your own food, and to cook your own food takes some time, whether it's plant based or whether it's animal based. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes time, and you, as you do more of it, you start to get better at, at making it not take forever. You start to learn shortcut. Like you don't need to measure out every time a, a recipe calls for a teaspoon of a spice. You just start to know what a teaspoon of a spice looks like in your hand, and you estimate it, and you realize that whoever made the recipe didn't actually require exactly one teaspoon. It was, it was more or less. Yeah. So you start to realize where you can take shortcuts as far as time goes. Uh, like you said, where you can kind of you know do the work extra, like chop, chop, if you're already chopping garlic, 
uh, and you're gonna need that garlic in three spots in the recipe. You don't don't chop it three different times. You chop it one time. Um, similarly, if you're if you're needing things in multiple nights, maybe you can chop it once and then have it the next night too. So lots of ways you can sort of get healthy. But yeah, I mean, taking cooking your own food takes longer than it does to order takeout for sure. Uh, but you get better at it, and, and it gets faster mm-hmm. as a result. Yeah, yeah, more efficient. Doug, anything there? Or should we get uh, on no. to step number? Yeah, just keep keep rolling. Seven. <laughs> I got nothing else. <laughs> okay. Um, so think of an abundance and not deprivation. I think this is mm. a a good thing to to remember throughout. I mean, life in general, but also in this lifestyle. Um, you know, when people think about being a vegan. They think about all the things that they can't have in the beginning. You know, yogurt, butter, ice cream, milk, meat, chicken, fish, cheese. Don't be like that. (laughs) Switch your perspective and first focus on what you get to actually add more of. So like you get to try all these new vegan yogurts and milks and um, vegan alternatives, but you also get to add more veggies into your life. You can try new plants that you've never even heard of, which is really great for your microbiome, getting a variety of plant foods um, and different fruits that you've never heard of and fill up on plates of, you know, rainbow foods and more whole plant foods in general and just explore new recipes and try new and just, you know, more exploration. Um, so yeah, it's definitely about abundance and not deprivation. As long as you keep, keep reminding yourself of that, like all the things that I do get to have, um, at the same time as contributing to, you know, a more sustainable future and the least amount of harm to the most vulnerable animals on earth as a side effect, then, you know, it's, it's really quite easy. (laughs) I think I, I, I like that a lot because for me, I think I actually started eating a lot more variety after going vegetarian and, and vegan. Like, because I, I would just get stuck in my ways. I mean, you know, I still get stuck in my ways now, but, uh, you know, it was just so much more limited before. And now I'm, I'm much more likely to try a new vegetable or try a new food. And, and of course, you know, all of the concerns about not having ice cream or not having yogurt and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there's just so many good alternatives now that... Uh, it's just not really that big of a concern. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's so good. <laughs> I think a very, uh, I don't know what healthy, but exciting way to look at it is as an adventure, uh, where it is this, suddenly there's reason to go try all these new things. For me, I don't think, I, I really don't think I had ever been to a Thai restaurant or eaten Thai food until I went vegetarian 10 <laughs> or 11 years ago. Uh, and there was one in my town I just never went to. I just didn't even consider going to a Thai restaurant as, <laughs> as a valid option when there was whatever, Italian restaurants and Outback. And, like, you just would go to these boring chain restaurants. Not everyone does that. Granted, there are plenty of uh, adventurous eaters who aren't vegetarian or vegan. But for me, it took, it took you know, having having those old standbys uh, no longer be valid options to find other stuff. And then suddenly I started cooking Thai food and cooking Indian food mm, so and completely changed the way that I cook and eat and the amount of foods that I'm familiar with and you know, understand how to cook and, and what they taste like. I mean, it just completely opened everything up. So, uh, yes, I mean, like, you could always do that while you're eating animal products. I'm not saying that you have to go vegan in order to have these options. But there's just, for me, there just was not that sense of adventure until there had to be. And and once there, mm-hmm. the, it forced me to, to go outside my box. And, and once I did, uh, discovered a lot of really good things. Mm, Thai food. that's the thing right it's like ethnic food is tons tons of ethnic food is naturally vegan and there's so many different options there yeah yeah 
Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I've been cooking out of this this uh, book? Or this book. This <laughs> quarantine break or whatever it is. Uh, World Vegetarian by Madher Jaffrey, Indian actress. Mm-hmm. And I've mentioned it a few times, but it is such a good book. Uh, has I don't know if it's 50% vegan, 50% vegetarian, but it's very easy to veganize them. Uh, but if you're looking for an at-home cooking project to go into, and there's all there's chickpea, black pea, black eyed pea pancake things, well, uh, crisps, sauces, cakes. I mean, all kinds of just crazy ethnic food that you never even hear about here. But uh, delicious, interesting. It's an adventure in itself. <laughs> adventure. I like that. That sounds fun. <laughs> it is. Me too. I like the adventure. Cooking is an adventure, and sometimes it doesn't turn out right. Sometimes it does. <laughs> yeah yeah you can definitely get lost on your cooking adventure yeah. <laughs> all right that it there's one more wrap it up feel good step there's one more oh good share the message with compassion so um you know i think mm. that you guys probably had this too when you first go vegan it's just you're so passionate and um you know amazed that you didn't actually know about any of this <laughs> and uh it's, you know, like for me, I had to just pour myself onto the Hooked on Plants page and the Why Vegan, like, just, oh my God, how's, the, how's this not out here? So I'm just going to write and like read all these things and write it down and just kind of, you know, learn and be super passionate about all this. Um, but at the same time, depends on, you know, the person that you are in general. Um, but sometimes people can get really extreme with that and share that passion with aggression and, that's not that's not good. You got to be compassionate with your human friends as well, you know, and and meet them where they are, and realize that this is a a journey, and like everyone's in their own um, in their own headspace when it's all when it's all happening to them. So, yeah, just remember that you have to be compassionate to everybody. <laughs> meet them where they are. Yes, I like that. Uh, I am not a fan of vegan preachiness at all. In fact, I think that that kept me from being willing to go vegetarian in the early days for a while, just thinking <laughs> that I would have to become one of these people because uh, that's what I, you know, you see the most vocal ones and, and if that's what if that's what they look like, then you you think that's that's what it means to be vegetarian or be vegan. Um, and it doesn't have to at all. And that's 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 how Nomi Athlete kind of came about as this sort of, for me, different way of spreading that message. Um, and it sounds like, Julia, you were very much the same way. So I'm, um, yeah, just yeah, I think that's hugely important. Um, this reminds me a little bit of Colleen Patrick Goudreau's book, Doug, who we just had on, I don't mm-hmm. know what it was, two, three weeks ago. No, two, three months ago. I'm sorry. Um, oh, Joyful Vegan. Yeah, she's great. Yes, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's her name. But is that the name of the book too? Yes. Yeah. Um, so. and, it, and it talks about going in, you know, the whole thing as this, this multi-stage process that everyone pretty much moves through each of these stages in, in order. And they, they really do closely mirror the ones we, Julia has mentioned here. Uh, so that's one I would check out if you're looking for some extra info to feed your brain during this. Yeah, she's great. She is. Definitely. Cool, guys. Well, that was good. All right. Yeah, well, that's a good list. Good stuff. Yeah. I feel like we, you know, we, we've talked a lot about going vegan in previous episodes, but, uh, you know, I think that you're, you're bringing in different uh, approach to it, and, and I think that it's fun to hear, hear what you have to say about it. Hmm. Definitely. Yeah, reach out if you're on the journey and need help. <laughs> yeah definitely well and you know we should mention that uh 80 20 plants says is just getting a a brand new upgrade and relaunch and is kind of a totally new product yeah, it's looking now. good um, yeah and you can try it free for 14 days at 8020plants.com slash join cool. um and uh yeah the big thing that's, is nutrition is in your pocket that's the new 
big focus of 80-20 plans. There's all kinds of uh, info and supporting videos and things that Julia has, has largely Julia has made. Um, <laughs> but the the ability to access a nutritionist whenever you need one uh, to right. help you about help you out with this with this plant based journey. I mean, you mentioned community in the beginning, Julie, Julia. Mm-hmm. Um, that it can feel like you're alone and you don't know what to do. That's what uh, eighty twenty plants aims to solve. So that's right. Check that out. Yeah, pretty awesome. Um, there's a community on there too, the eighty twenty plants community. So you can there is a community. Yeah. That's exactly. right. So you can have that one on one support and, and have a community. The community <laughs> of a bunch of other people like you. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Stay healthy. Stay safe, everyone. Safe. You too. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.